Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special interview segment of what is usually Ed's mailbag. So we're going to uh, dive deep into a childhood friend story, a good uh, turnaround, uh, if you want to call that, uh, you know, life, life-changing life journey, I should say. Um, we're here with uh, my buddy Dennis. We grew up with him, a lot of, a lot of funny stories, a lot of uh, fun times, memories growing up, uh, a lot of uh, good movie watching with this man uh, up the creek, uh, Animal House, Bachelor Party, Slapshot, you name it. We uh, we used to watch a plethora of uh, go-to movies back in the day. I mean, renting movies, Friday night, sleeping over my house. We had a ton of stuff, uh, BMX bikes, mini bikes, <laughs> tons, tons of stuff. So uh, I wanted to bring Dennis on and talk uh, mostly about uh, his journey through uh, the the going over the fifty year mark and uh, that must have been, uh, life changing uh, I don't know come to Jesus moment as they call it of uh, why uh, he was chosen to go down this path. So Dennis, uh, just want to introduce yourself and maybe just give a little little bit of getting us going on this uh, little interview. Yeah, 100%. So uh, as you know, as Andy alluded to, I am a, a lifelong friend of this man, as well as Ed over there. Uh, we spent our entire childhood together um, and had amazing times, right? Um, grown up, I moved out to Chicago um, soon after I got out of college and started working, uh, got married, have built a life out here, just celebrated my 24th wedding anniversary, got five children. Um, I did turn 50 this year. Now, my whole, essentially my whole adult life, I've been, and most of my childhood, I've been overweight. Um, it's something that I've struggled with um, routinely. I've always been a person who could um, lose weight uh, when I wanted to. Um, tried several times, you know, you go, you lose 10, 15, 20 pounds, something happens, you kind of fall off the bandwagon. Um, maybe something great happens in life and you um, want to reward yourself. Uh, so you do that and that that reward turns into just falling back into your old ways. So just nine months ago, um, at the end of January, I weighed over 300 pounds. I was 306 pounds. I was turning 50 this year, uh, which I did in March. And I, you know. You're an old bastard, to... by the way. What's up? You're an old bastard. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Welcome to the old bastard club, man. It's fun. <laughs> I prefer now to say fifty and fabulous, right? Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's this is what we're gonna go with. But now you know, that corporate spin on it, I see. But I wanted to um, make another good faith effort to lose weight, um, which I've done countless times, and. So I decided I researched some diets, some programs, and I basically went to, into like a ketogenic diet. I uh, followed that for about three months, actually, with, and that is basically a lot of fat. You eat a lot of fat. Uh, you don't eat any grains. You don't eat any sugar. It's mainly um, fat and protein. 
uh, with about allowed, I allowed myself like 25 total carbohydrates a day. Um, and I started to see some results. I started to lose weight. Um, so, you know, that motivated me and I, I started working out. I worked out with my son, who's a, one of my sons, I've got five children, but one of my sons who's in high school, he's uh, really into working out. He's very fit. He's very athletic. So I started working out with him every single night. We would go and train at the gym. Um, and I just kept working my program, started, kept losing weight, kept losing weight, kept losing weight. Um, so it made it easier for me to stick on. Um, I got about now my initial goal, my initial goal, uh, you know, the commitment I made to myself was I'm going to lose, I want to lose a hundred pounds in one year. Okay. I ended up losing a hundred pounds in six months. Okay. And then at that point I said, okay, let's, you know, step this up a notch. So I kind of started researching other diet programs, other lifestyles, and I found um, an eating program called the carnivore diet. So essentially what that is, is now there's different variations on it. There's different things that are allowed on it, not allowed on it, but it's primarily a meat-based diet or an animal product diet. So my entire nutrition profile consists of beef. So either ground beef or steak, bacon, um, eggs, butter, salt, and water. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's the entirety of what I put into my body now on a daily basis. Um, when I initially started out on my diet, I ate two meals a day. So I would do intermittent fasting. So I would fast for like 16 hours and I would give myself an eight hour eating window. And I, you know, made that a little bit more extreme. And I went to something called OMAD, which is one meal a day. And I, and I'm currently still doing that. I've been doing that for about four months now. And I only eat one meal a day. I eat it at night. Like as soon as we're done, I'm going to go upstairs and I'm going to cook my food and I'm going to eat my dinner. So I just eat the one time a day. Um, I eat about 21, 2200 calories and then I fast for 23 hours and I don't eat anything. And I don't, the only thing I drink is water. I've given up uh, soda, um, coffee. Um, I don't eat any sugar. I don't eat any processed foods, no grains, none of it. Um, if it's, it's one ingredient feeding is, is what I do. And um, this has worked out tremendously for me. I've gone from 306 pounds all the way down to I currently weigh 168 pounds. And that's my, what I consider my maintenance weight. Um, that's what I'm going to try to stick to. And um, it's just been, it's been truly life changing. Um, cause I've been an overweight adult my whole life. You guys know me. I was even overweight as a kid. Right. 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 And, um, it's just, I failed so many times that I finally, uh, changed my relationship with food. And now I view it as not a reward, which I used to do. And it's purely, I look at it as fuel. Um, once I could make that mindset switch, um, it all became easy for me. So, um, if I can like 
by doing this, you know, spurn any one person into action, then that's awesome. So that's kind of why I'm trying to tell my story and, you know, explain how I got the results I got. And if I can help anybody, I'm more than happy to do that. So before I uh, have Ed jump in with a couple of questions, what I want to uh, stress is it's from knowing you as a kid and always knowing, you know, your weight fluctuation, especially like even when you first got out of high school, you had a, a great uh, change in your physique when you started going to the gym and, and then, you know, like you said, life happens and things and changing the mindset, but your sister had a, a turnaround, um, you know, years, a few years, well, more than a few years ago where she just got into fitness and she changed her, you know, her habits and everything. And that, and you saw the results with that. you still see the results with that when I see her, um, yeah. which is, you know, it's all motivational too. Um, and it's great when I see it. Uh, I read so many things on the carnivore diet. I, I, Joe Rogan always talks about it. You know, the ice bath is a big thing now. If you, Dennis, uh, the question I have for you, if you had to, other than the physical look of the change and what is the one thing other than, you know, the physical side of it that you are the most happy with compared to last year? What is the biggest change other than your appearance? Yeah. Health-wise, what what is the one major thing that you have benefited from this? Um, oh, I would say it's a something mental like I'm I just feel like I'm a better dad I'm a better husband I'm a better friend um I'm more productive at work like my mental clarity is just so much better than it used to be I just that is a big part of it um almost as much as the physical is how much it's changed me mentally for in in a positive aspect fantastic um ed it's uh your chance to shine well what do you got for dennis as a no uh, yeah congratulations that's that's awesome that's awesome work dennis you know thank you. um so what my question is is that you know so moving forward what's what's the plan for kind of like uh a maintenance phase and that type of thing because you know i know that uh you know the you know, I know that I've done like a, a paleo diet for myself quite a few times. That's worked really well for me where, you know, it really has you shop the outside of the of the grocery store where you're not having anything processed. You know, you're not having any dairy. You're not having anything like that. You know, as far as dairy, you, you know, you're obviously you're going to have ghee, but you're not going to have actual natural proteins that are in the butter. Um, so are you planning on going back to more of like a, you know, more of a maintenance kind of a diet when you get back? Uh, or you're going to stay on the, the carnivore diet, you know, like in what I mean by the uh, maintenance type of thing, like a 40, 30, 30, you know, 40% carbs, 30% protein, 30% fat, you know, to kind of round out the diet, make sure your blood work is good, that type of thing, uh, I guess, as you go forward through this. Yeah, I've, um, it's funny that you talk about blood, because I just, uh, I think it was a couple of months ago, I would, I had a doctor's visit and I got all of my, you know, my full panel done sure. on like my cholesterol and triglycerides and, you know, my, uh, fasting blood sugar and my A1C and all of those things were far and away better than they have ever been. So I'm happy about that. Um, I do want to try to reintegrate 
some fruits um, and some forms of vegetables back into my diet. Um, I'm probably never going to go back to eating like the, you know, like breads and grains and things like that uh, because they just, um, they cause a lot of inflammation in my body and they just, they're really trigger points for me sure. to kind of fall off the wagon and go back. And that's right, and I understand. what I don't want to do. Right. Well, I mean, so, a lot of it is that commercialized bread has a ton of sugar in it, that type of thing. You know, I, I'm sure you're not talking about like actual homemade bread, that type of thing that pretty much has four or five ingredients in it. Right. 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 You know, like stuff that you actually buy off the shelf, that type of thing. Yeah. I, you know, and the carbs I'm talking about, like kind of going back to like, you know, sweet potato, white potato, that that type of thing, you know, to, to you know, because it's just and my question too is, is, you know, because this is sustainable. I mean, but how long is it sustainable until, you know, it it's it kind of gets to the point where it's like, OK, I need to make a little bit of a change. I do need to have some greens in my body. You know, I need to have some orange things in my body. I need to have some red and, and those and purples into my body because those are important to you for your overall health uh, as you move forward. Yeah, sure. Um, great point. Um, I do, like I said, I've tried, I'm tr going to try to reintegrate some of those foods and see what kind of impact they have on my body. I'm a big uh, calories in, calories out guy. It's how I was able to lose so much weight. So I pretty much track everything that goes into my mouth and how many calories I push out through my, you know, exercise and all of that stuff. Well, that, that right there, I mean, that, that is, I mean, if you go into, you know, any type of personal training type of, a, you know, study guide or whatnot, I mean, the, the, the truest way to lose weight is by tracking your calories and tracking your exercise and tracking what you eat. Because when you put it in your hand and you actually break it down to your macros and you can actually see, you know, what, you, what you're putting into your body. And, you know, the number one, uh, you know, thing that they always say is, you know, one macronutrient in excess uh, will create, you know, uh, you know, increased body weight and fat. So, I mean, that's, that's why I asked that question. So that was a great lead in. Yeah. hundred percent. Like I've like, w once I hit my goal weight, which was just like a few weeks back, sure, I, I was like, thank you. I just decided, okay, now I just want to me, I don't, I don't want to lose any more weight. I'm comfortable right here. Um, if anything, like I want to try to like maybe add some mass at this point and maybe bulk up a little bit, which I know takes a long time. Right. But I, um, through tracking all of my uh, macros and calories, I was able to find, okay, how many calories can I eat with the amount of exercise that I'm doing on a weekly basis and maintain this body weight? So that took me a couple of weeks to figure out, you know, and I've kind of settled in on that like 2,100 to 2,200 sure. cat, cat calories a day for me is what works. Um, I got this handy dandy Garmin watch. That's just like the greatest thing ever. What's that? Which Garmin you got? I got a Phoenix seven. Uh, Phoenix is a nice piece of machinery, man. It's, it's, it, it gives me that thing. so much information. It's ridiculous. It's way more accurate than my Apple watch ever was. Um, and it's just provided me with so much feedback that it's really helped me get to where I'm sitting today. So I'm really happy for having that. So you want to have all the tools at your disposal. You want to have a community. So that's why like, I'm really big on um, Twitter with, you know, getting information, following people, being accountable to people, um, having people be accountable to me um, because I don't know everything, you know, I'm just 
figuring it out. I just started doing this because like, I just didn't want to be so fat, you know? And um, I've really developed a lot of great relationships over Twitter uh, with people and I've learned, you know, a ton. So it's just been like a wild nine months. I was, it's funny because I just went to my brother-in-law's wedding um, last weekend and I've seen people that I haven't seen in years, maybe even more than a decade, some of the relatives. And honestly, these people just did not even recognize me. And it felt so freaking good. Like, <laughs> you know, and, and it was okay. And, and, I, and I didn't even eat the meal that was provided at the wedding. Um, and that was okay. And, you know, and I got some kind of side eye looks about it and I got some questions about it. And I just, you know, explained to, you know, those people, you know, like what I'm doing, why I'm doing it and how I got to where I am. And I said, you know, this is a, you know, a choice I have to make. And there's always some weird social awkwardness that goes on with the way I eat. Um, but once I explain it to people and once they understand like, you know, the journey I've been on and like the results I've gotten, people are like, well, it's working for you. Right. So just keep, you know, doing you. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, I think the hottest thing with society, especially when you grow up um, probably in a odd generation and, and if you come from an ethnic or, or minority background, they, they're so ingrained with, eat, eat more, eat more, eat yeah. more, eat, you know, eat more, you know, you're too thin, eat more, or, you know, yeah. it's never, it, you know, so I think the way that that side of uh, society pushes food, especially on kids, I think it, it creates, I'm not saying that kids shouldn't eat, because, you know, when you're young, you can pile on a lot of stuff and still stay, yeah. Yeah. but it, it sets a precedent going forward that, uh, you know, I, I've read things about you know, breakfast, the, the term comes from breaking your fast in the morning and all that stuff with uh, all these cereal companies and breakfast is the most important meal of the day all started through marketing and, and commercialization of of how the, the three meals a day and the food pyramid with school and all that. It's all, uh, you know, when you look at it, it's kind of sad to say that maybe it's a conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory but, you know, it's kind of set in a way to kind of set you up for, you know, juvenile diabetes or if you're if you're a, a type of person that's stagnant in life, you, you need to sit a lot. And, you know, it, it's tough to lose the weight when you, you know, society is set that way. So, I mean, there was there was not a lot of uh, juvenile obesity when we were kids. I mean, you know, well, we're always outside. That's why. Yeah, that's that's what I was, you know, kind of always outside. Yeah. You know, and and to take to your point, Andy, a lot of it to us is that we actually ate real food. Yeah. And so the thing about it is, is that, you know, you eat, you know, when you when you go to the store and you buy, you know, stuff that's already pre-made and pre and prepared that way, you re you really don't know what ingredients are in there. And that so going to what Dennis has done with the carnivore diet, uh, you know, I've done the paleo diet and, I, and now I'm kind of on a 40, 30, 30 kind of a of a matrix. Um, you know, it's kind of one of those things where I, I tend to eat a lot more stuff from the outside of the grocery store, uh, not so much as in it, in, on the inside aisles. And so even when you go to the prepared food, I mean, they, they have a list of ingredients on there, but they can still put other stuff in there that they, that they don't have to tell you about. Yeah. And, uh, 
you know, I mean, if you, and if you walk down the cereal aisle, uh, you know, 90% of that aisle, it's, I mean, it's junk food, it, but it's fortified with vitamins, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not really healthy for anybody. And, and if, uh, you, if you look at it, especially the stuff that, uh, you know, you buy for kids now, it's so much junk. I mean, from the cereal to granola bars to all the stuff that, you know, uh, even like the Mott's applesauce and things like that, it's all, you think you're doing the right thing, but it, it's all marketed in, in a way to subliminally sell it to you that you think you're doing the right thing and, and you're really, you know, kind of not. But it, yeah. it's, like Dennis said, it, everybody has a trigger. I mean, whether it's, whether if you have a hard time with drinking, it's not that you can't, once you say, okay, I'll just have one day, people just can't have one with certain things. And whether, like, I know the hottest thing for me to kick, I could probably jump on a great diet, but the pizza would be the one thing that that's the hottest for me to, to kick. It's like, that's the one thing I've loved since I was a kid. And, it, and, you know, I still, you know, after I haven't had pizza in a week, I'm like already, I should get a pizza or something like that. So no, I get it. I get it. And I've, I'm the same way. Like I love pizza. Um, but those foods got me to be 306 pounds, right? Like I just couldn't manage my metabolism eating those foods. Um, and I just came to that realization, made a conscious decision to change what I put in my body I was able to stick with it, be committed to it and kind of like got through to the other side, right? Where um, it doesn't own you anymore, where it doesn't control your life anymore. And I've noticed that my children now seeing um, the way I eat and the way I live have kind of changed their eating habits as well. And there's a lot more of the healthier food in my house than there used to be because when I go to the store to stock up for them or whatever, uh, you know, I'm mindful of the things that I'm buying and I'm trying to, re you know, get more healthy things for them, more fruits, get them to eat more vegetables, less, you know, chips and cookies and all that crap that is just part of that standard American diet that's just completely garbage for you. Get mm -hmm. that crap out of my house. And, um, but still allowing them to be kids, right? Yeah. yeah. I, to circle back to, you know, like the, the cookie thing. I mean, there, there's a, there's a piece in it that there's a book called it starts with food and there's an actual section that calls the grumpy cookie, you know, and, and basically what it says is that, you know, when we're little, you know, you have a bad day, mom plunks down the cookies down in front of you, right? Makes you feel better. Right. So all yep. of a sudden some adults, I mean, all of a sudden it's, it sets that, that psychological trap in your mind and that type of thing, you know, cause when you're a kid, you have three cookies as an adult. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, it's a you know, those, 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 I would have a whole stack of freaking 10 Oreos and a glass of milk, bro. Yeah. Like that would be like the standard thing at like 11 o'clock at night or a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Right. Like, and those things make you feel good. Right. 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 They make you feel good. There's an yeah. emotional response that people have to food. Yeah. Once once you can change your thinking to only look at the food as fuel, you can do anything. That's, and that's right. what I was able to do. And that's it, what I've been able to do. So Dennis, so got like five minutes left. So I just have one 
quick question. Hopefully it's not that long of a of an answer, but energy wise, what is your energy level now compared to a year ago? It's um through the roof. It's tremendous. Um, I've never had more energy. I've never had more mental clarity. Um, I sleep better. Um, I sleep harder. I, 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 I wake up feeling refreshed. I can get through my day. Um, I go, you know, I go to work. I do my 10 hours at work. Then I go right to the gym Then I, you know, and I'll do an hour and a half. I work out seven days a week. Um, I, I'll, I'll lift weights six days a week and I'll do cardio seven days a week. Um, and then I come home and I eat and I sleep and I recharge and I rinse and repeat every single day. So my energy uh, levels haven't been better. But uh, I think that I think Dennis, though, I think you're hitting your calories correctly, though. That's the thing is, is that for I mean, if, you know, I mean, I don't think you've I don't think you've gotten any taller. So you're about what five, nine and you're walking around about 170 pounds. So, yeah. you know, working out, you know, for an hour, hour and a half. I mean, we're talking 300 to 500 calories burned in those workouts. You know, yep. basically for basic me- metabolic rate, you should be right around 1800 calories. So, I mean, you're fueling yourself properly. And the thing is, is like you're also not putting anything processed into your body. And that's those chemicals that are in the food are really one of the biggest sleep disruptors that are out there and that people don't understand that. Yeah. And so that, that's my take on that. And then one other thing, too, is that your watch. I mean, the best way to describe the difference between a Garmin watch and an Apple watch, Garmin watch is a performance watch. Apple watch is like a Batman watch. That's the best way to describe it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So exactly. Um, with, with with like three minutes left, Dennis, I just want to yes. give you one quick chance to give a shout out to anybody that you want to. Guys down at work, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I have one about. question for Dennis before we get off of this too. Yeah. I have one question. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, well, November is Diabetes Awareness Month. Okay. Now, as as Andy knows, and maybe 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 Ed knows, my son, one of my sons, my son Gabriel, um, is type one diabetic, and he was diagnosed uh, when he was nine years old. He's now sixteen. He's in high school. Um, he has not let his disease. Um, limit or define him. Um, uh, He's truly my hero. I want to shout him out and I want to shout out his football team, the Cary Grove (laughs) High School Trojans. They are participating in the um, IHSA uh, playoffs here in the state of Illinois and they won their first round game 49 to six and they play again this Saturday against Highland Park. Uh, so go Trojans. I love you, Gabriel. You can find me on Twitter at uh, Dennis Rose 25. It's mostly pictures of what I eat in my workouts, uh, but my DMs are open. So if anybody has any questions, please feel free to reach out. I'd love to help. And you also have an OnlyFans page. Uh, shh. You're going to keep that between <laughs> I us. I have one question for you, Dennis. I got yes, one sir. question for you. And it better not be another. about the Patriots. No, keep it quick because we only got a minute. I'm just gonna say this is that the tooth looks like it's holding up pretty well. Man, why why you gotta bring it? Where's Ryan Branco? Where's Ryan Branco? It's his fault. <laughs> so with that with that, I'm gonna wrap it up right there. But Dennis, we're gonna have you back on the show, and uh, we're gonna we're, no more. Uh, it's gonna be fun next time. We're gonna be talking all chirping, bullshitting, just uh, 
tearing everybody up like we usually do on the podcast, but I want to have you on so we can, uh, yeah. we can have that round table, especially when football is going on like right now. So we'll work on that. So I'm going to cut it off right there. It was a fast half an hour. We could have probably talked for another probably half an hour. hour. So yeah. Um, yeah. So look up Dennis on Twitter and uh, we'll see you guys uh, real soon. Love you.